This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's now 5.44 and it's time for today on Twitter, where it's about graduates not getting the jobs they studied for. So you may have seen this. It's a tweet that's gone fairly viral. It's by Dr. Tanusha of Muda, of course, who says, came across this girl's video in TikTok, graduated with honours in chemistry, currently working in KFC. Underemployment is a massive issue in Malaysia, especially among young people, and the future looks bleak. Many others commented about being in similar situations. Uh, she then went and added on to her tweet with said similar situations, um, including this from Abdul, who says, diploma and degree holder, now full-time grab rider for almost three years. Samangat, okay. <laughs> um, meanwhile, we also have, uh, let's see, Xiao, who says, my friend has a master's, and now they sell waffles. Um, If you really, really want to wait for your industry, you won't eat. Um, It's fine. Just work as long as you're able to feed yourself. Just going down that list, because I think it it really gives you an idea of the challenges you're talking about. Zafran says, I have a diploma in architecture, but I work as a barista. Mm. Umi says, "Um, I studied chemistry as well, applied to nearly 50 companies, no answer. I'm now a full-time content creator and Takaful advisor. Um, Speaking of content creator, um, this from one who says, I've been jobless for three years. Uh, I studied accounts and now suddenly I review makeup and skincare. (laughs) Ha ha. You know, I have to say that the tone of these tweets, um, while they reveal a sort of a fairly challenging time. I commend the I commend the tone of yeah. the not the enthusiasm but the pragmatism of the well this is what I'm doing now and not going to complain about it. It's pragmatism and I think in some cases there is also a certain sense of well maybe this is what I do now. Mm-hmm. You know, um maybe not so much for people who are working uh, or who made a really huge shift that they're not enjoying, but in the case of one, right? Their handle was one makeup and skin. So I assume that this is <laughs> now something that they do pretty seriously. So Dr. Tanusha went on to say, this is the lived reality of young graduates in Malaysia, taking up any job to survive and not be a burden. While they should be applauded for striving and finding income, they should never have been put in that position. Instead of bickering over nonsense and elections, it would be great if elected reps could take a second to address underemployment and the horrible job prospects that exist for young people. This is a problem. Mm. I mean, I, I don't think, despite... Like we said, the tone, um, despite that sense of, you know what, it's okay, I'm just going to do this for now, or I'm just going to do this in order to make ends meet. That shouldn't necessarily be the case, especially when very often degrees are expensive, um, they are lengthy, they require a lot of effort, and more so than that, they represent dreams and ambitions of some kind. It may not be that everybody goes into the degree thinking that they're going to have a dream job, but you might go into that degree having the ambition of working in a lucrative field Mm. and then being able to support yourself and your family. That's what I mean when I say dreams and ambitions. And regardless of how you might actually really enjoy being a barista, that's not necessarily going to compare likely to the kind of career progression that you would have dreamt of or been told that you can have in your chosen field. Because that's the... That's the unspoken promise of a degree, right? Yeah. That you have job security, you have career progression. Opportunity. Opportunity. And I'm again, I'm not at all saying that non-degree jobs are not respectable, but I'm saying it is a sort of, it is indicative of our job market if we are not able to employ 
our graduates? Because then what really are we doing? Where's the gap? Um, and if we look at the tweets, these are the issues that they're bringing up. So we have um, Prime saying, we're too focused on the unemployment rate and overlook the issue of underemployment. These youths and their families spent a fortune for them to pursue their studies in their respective fields. And yet job opportunities are very limited. The issue needs to be looked into seriously. We also have Ainin Sophia who says, this issue is not just about Asalkan Ada Ilmu dan Kerja Halal. This can bring more problems. The younger generation may no longer see the need to further their studies. Hence, there'll be a lack of expertise in the future. Because why would you waste five to six years if you'll still work without qualifications? So I think that that's such a good point and something that we've actually seen borne out specifically Mm. in the medical field, where we're always talking about the mismatch of skill, firstly, the contract doctor issue, as we know, but also the lack of specialties, uh, specialists rather, because people can't afford it. And so there is this question of you you do actually see the larger knock-on effects, not just to an individual person who's now not able to be an oncologist, but to the larger healthcare system, because then we lack oncologists. And you could really extend that to any number of industries. There are many tweets that also talk about this from the perspective of why they end up not getting jobs. And it speaks to, a, I suppose, a, an attitude within the work system. So Harold, for instance, says, I have a degree in quantity surveying. I had two interviews after I graduated. The first one said they take me, but with a starting wage of 1,600 uh, 1, ringgit for a degree holder. The second, they couldn't take me because I don't have experience. Now I'm helping mum with her business. Uh, Pim, meanwhile, says, too many companies are looking for a minimum of five years years in the relevant field. But how can we get the relevant experience if there's no chances given to learn or to gain the experience? And both of these things are things we've heard so much, right? One, um, offering much too lower pay for the qualification. The other is insisting on experience. But then where are people supposed to get experience if everyone insists on experience? Well, you get the experience by accepting 1.6k. So it's... it's (laughs) Which is horrible yeah. and shouldn't necessarily be the case. Uh, we also have, let's see, this from Pepe who says, unemployment is a serious issue, especially in science and technology. I was unemployed myself for a while until I decided to take a severely underpaid job. There it is. There it is. Uh, is this because of graduate saturation or an incompetent government? So um, science, I just wanted to read that one because science and technology... Uh, engineering. These are often the fields that have come up. Now, I don't work in it myself. Um, I'm just basing it off of the conversations that we have on the show. But if you work in those fields and you are paid well or your company pays well, let us know because otherwise you guys are not not representing all that well in this category. We're talking about this um, based on a viral TikTok of um, a chemistry graduate who was working in KFC. And so we've been asking you, uh, well, about underemployment, really. Have you ever taken a job you were overqualified for? You can call us, double seven double three two nine hundred. WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Bombing frustrated minds. BFM. 89.9. It is 5.56. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And for today on Twitter, we've been discussing um, underemployment. This comes from a viral video that shows a chemistry graduate working at KFC because she couldn't get a job in her field. And so we've been asking you for your thoughts on this, your experiences. Have you ever taken a job you were overqualified for? Keep them coming. You can call us, WhatsApp us, tweet us. We do have plenty of thoughts. 
Let's see. Let's start with Liana, who says, I think discussions about unemployment or underemployment need to also involve recruiters. While we hear stories about graduates not getting jobs or the jobs they want, recruiters are also complaining that it's hard for them to hire talent. We, especially students, need to understand the gaps here. P.S. I'm in the financial industry, so it might not apply to the sciences. Having said that, science and engineering grads can also apply into our sector. Um, That's a great point, Liana. And I completely agree that actually this issue of underemployment is something that everybody involved in the job search hiring industries need to be a part of, right? Can I tell you what my fear is? And and this is a fear that I've had for mm. a while and it's a fear that, that goes into the shows that we do as well. I'm worried that it's starting from the, the degree. Meaning mm. that um, in some senses, we're just not adapting quickly enough in terms of what we're offering people to study, that uh, when people come in to choose their degree, we're also not funneling or advising uh, based on what the future might be. And considering how quickly things are changing, I don't know whether four or five years ahead of time, you are even able to properly predict and to adjust and to hire the right people to teach. So I agree, uh, all of which to say I agree that it needs to be a wider scale effort. Well, Nesh just says we have too many degree holders and too few TVET grads. That might change. I mean, they're they're certainly pushing TVET as an important pillar for our education as well as our employment. So that might change. I I agree. And I I think that um, part of it is also really, um, well, this is the point that Lee Jun is making, that there's a mismatch between our industries and our grads. So Lee Jun says Malaysia is still labour dependent um, and is still labour dependent and depends too much on imported cheap labour. There's no silicon Valley or electric car industry or research and development industry in Malaysia, which needs these jobs. These industries are found in Singapore, Taiwan, US and UK. Fayyad is adding on to that in some way, saying, not so fun fact. The Department of Statistics has never published extensive details on underemployment. It's briefly mentioned never extensive. The stem of the issue is actually our procurement system and how we approve our policies, in my opinion. For example, we never had a defence white paper prior to 2020. Before that, the defence industry was just focusing on procurement based on reaction rather than forming proper responses, which is why 90% of our procurement involved importing stuff. Our indigenous companies suffered because nobody knew the roadmap. In return, we're left focusing on technology transfer, uh, on technologies which will be obsolete. We're technologists. This is why if you studied maths in Malaysia, you're as good as gone. Because we lack the working fundamental-based working opportunities. It is the same with chemistry. Those are all great points. Um, and again, I think partly why um, this needs to start, as you said, Lynn, not once people are graduated and applying mm. for jobs, but actually at the earlier level where we um, look at what we're pushing in terms of education. Because sometimes I worry, <laughs> listen to me, my fear, my worry. No, because sometimes I feel I feel bad that we have graduates who come out and the first thing we tell them is, you know what, you need to do reskill. Mm. Keep those thoughts coming. Have you ever taken a job you were overqualified for? We're talking about underemployment. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. So keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my. BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station.